1: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
2: It's the 788. D-A-T-M. Just like Jake the Snake. Actually, we don't participate. But if you do, then I'ma see you at your way. Don't let the drama fluctuate I don't wanna, I gotta, we could the stakes. Now where would we be at if we let you do that? we probably be laying on our backs Talking this and that You want my, you're ya? Your, it was whack I never would clean myself out like that But, um, I guess that's where you at That's
0: where you at What I'ma do is like, uh Call out your whole because your crew likes to bite us. Y'all stick to silent because y'all ain't no writers. Trying to be something. And can't play the game till you sound the same man you claim to be something you ain't. a bone be without SP. That's right. I need to be smacked over hands. I can give a fuck up. about this shit. You all up in my face over some whole shit. Just come out.
3: You Greetings wanna be with my clit. and salutations, ladies really. and gentlemen. Welcome back to 3 Man Weed. Three-Man Weave is brought to you by the good folks at ChairShot Radio Network in conjunction with thechairshot.com. Always use your head. I got way too much going on, and I am way too associated with ChairShot because I swear to God, Three-Man Weave was literally the last name on the tip of my tongue, and I had like 50, other things and shows that I was about to say before we got to Three-Man Weave. It's actually a miracle That the words three man weave even came out of my vocal box. So, yeah, there's that. I'm miss. Oh, yeah, the plug. Make sure you guys go to prowrestleteens.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick up an official chair shot t-shirt. I get, We have something for everybody. We've got hashtag journalism, Jesus did the job, my personal fave, save tag team wrestling. We've still got a couple of shirts from the now defunct Platt Blast 2020 presidential campaign. We haven't took, sent them all to Nigeria or Cambodia or nothing like that, so you still got some time to grab one before we ship the rest of them out and many many other cool designs. I say it week in and week out. If you love the content that we provide day in and day out here on The Chair Shot, the best way to make sure we keep providing that content day in and day out and expand the reach. We're an empire building. Baby, we're an empire's expansion right now. So if you love what we do, you like it, you love it, you want some more of it Make sure y'all go to com Forward slash shot And pick up an official chair shot t-shirt TheChairShot.com We're not just a website, we're a movement I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes, Christopher Platt As always, I'm joined by the Commissioner PC Tunney And the illustrious Mr. Raymond Cash Gentlemen, greetings and salutations
2: Gentlemen, what's happening? Two, two quick things on my mind Number one, ain't nobody in this game Got better intro music than us Nobody we should either do, like, a, a, a release of a CD or, like, a list or something because, like, and nobody got better intro, intro game than us. Secondly, it's funny you say that you forgot the podcast you're on because all of us, especially on, on this podcast, host about 17 of Meech. I say what we do is what they say WWE should do all the time. Let's start a, a wrestling podcaster's union. We're going to rise up and take over... Take back what's ours and, and, and get rid of the elites that run this wrestling podcast business. We're coming for you, DeMarco. Hell yeah, Noble Ray. Let's get it.
3: Right on. Power to the podcasters. Right on. Right on. I feel inspired. Tony, how about yourself?
4: I'm I'm just along for the ride, gentlemen. Thrilled to be here as usual.
3: With this this particular podcast, though, it really is like one degree of separation between every other show on the Chairshot.com, <laughs> every article, every show, every tidbit, every everything. Well, keep it a buck. Every every
2: show on this pod, on this network has is one step away from either me, you, or Tony. <laughs> so either all three of us are on every show, or connected with a co-host who's on every show. That's precisely. Impressive. We're we're the Kevin Bacon's.
4: Of the Cheshire Radio. Mm, I like bacon. It's good. Platt doesn't eat pork anymore, though. Hey, man, don't sleep on tur- turkey bacon, though. Yeah, that's hey, not bacon. Turkey ba- it, they shouldn't even it, they shouldn't even put the word bacon after turkey. It should just be like,
3: you know, hot turkey jerky. Better taste, worse consistency. Yeah, What are you talking about? You act like this, like when you go to the vegan spot and they got a, a vegan hamburger and it's like two rocks... Three bra- blades of grass and some uh, some molasses. Like this is actual bacon, sir. I wouldn't know how to act. I'd never go to that spot. <laughs> right, the vegan spot. What? Y'all know? Y'all never heard about that? Like they'll have like vegan fried chicken, and it'll be like saw grass and, and oh, mildew. Oh, that's a
4: that's a myth. No man's ever found the vegan spot.
3: <laughs> on
4: purpose. On purpose. <laughs>
3: And it's hilarious that's the case, because you know that uh, that particular uh, organ is the most sensitive in the body, and we still can't ring the bell every damn time.
2: <laughs> hey, keep it a
3: buck. Speak for yourself. We all
2: should eat be, be better, but I can go to McDonald's right now and get two hot and spices and a large fry and a large drink for five bucks. At five buck, for five bucks at a vegan spot, I could probably get a glass of water.
3: Yeah, but it would have saw grass and, and, and rocks, and min- they'd call them minerals, but it would just be rocks floating at the bottom. You know what I mean? Sediment.
2: <laughs> let, me walk outside to the, let me walk outside to the dish real quick and get some of this, some of this dirt in here and clean it out real fast. I well, think. that's
3: what they do. They just charge you thirty six fifty five for it. Yeah, I'm with Ray. I'm going to McDonald's. I mean McDonald's.
4: We're going to go to, to McDonald's.
2: We're going to McDonald's here in about two weeks, huh? Friday. Is it this... You know how much comes... I know there's a bandwagon nerds. Shout out to PC Dose.
4: Tunney. He talked about it on Cheer Shot Radio this morning. Or yesterday hey, yeah, morning, Tunney. since it's Tuesday. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, PC it. Tunney dude is a dick. <laughs> yeah, Word. <laughs> Word.
2: <laughs> um,
4: I like him. Who said
2: that? Doug. Coming to America. Um, R- Raya and the Last Dragon... Something big on HBO. I don't think it's Godzilla versus Kong, but something else. Like a lot of big shit is coming out this weekend. Oh, the movie with um, Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley is this weekend. Is it Chaos Walking? Yeah, like big stuff coming out
4: this weekend, bro. Like Wanda, hey, the Wanda movies Vision, are back. WandaVision finale, UFC two fifty
3: nine, NBA All Star weekend. Yeah, nah, okay. we're not we're not excited. A- for a- that a- this year, <laughs> Aka. uh... Covid coochie twenty one, like that, like I'm. That's what I'm gonna do. That's gonna be the next shirt on pro forward slash the chair shot. If you went to the All Star Game, we're gonna have shirts up there talking about I survived Covid coochie twenty one. <laughs> hey, hey, y'all thought the freak Nick was dead? Nope, yeah.
2: <laughs> It's come back full circle.
3: <laughs> Nothing dies; it just mutates. Kind of like the Covid coochie twenty
2: one.
4: <laughs> well done. Alright folks, we'll be right back with some NFL talk Stay with us
0: This is your boy Kenny Killer Telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore Everything pro wrestling Make sure you check it out TheChairShot.com
4: Breaking Free agent news in the NFL This time on the defensive side And it looks as if J.J. Watt has chosen a destination And I don't think it's a destination that anybody was going to be wagering any money on out in Vegas He's headed to the Arizona Cardinals and will be signing a two-year 31 million dollar contract with 23 of those millions of dollars Guaranteed Now, I know his wife just signed to play soccer in Chicago. His brother plays in Pittsburgh. He lives in Wisconsin. He will be playing next season
3: and the season after for the Arizona Cardinals. And his position is in Birmingham, Alabama. It's like he's just all four corners (laughs) of the United States. Uh. (laughs) Yeah. that's way funnier than i expected that to be well done (laughs) i appreciate i have my moments you you know gentlemen it's funny because from an from an aesthetic standpoint and everything that i know about jj watt and what he stands for and just everything and from everything that i know from living out in arizona on the surface it makes perfect sense I, it, it seems like he should have been playing for Arizona his entire career. Now, the only thing else I need is for Gronk to sign with the Cardinals, and I smell reality TV show, guys. Don't say you wouldn't watch that. Don't lie and say you wouldn't watch that.
2: Gronk is an alumni of the greatest uh, greatest university ever created on God's green earth. University of Arizona, let's go Wildcats bear down. What's up? Woo-woo! I was
3: about to say, man, he didn't go to the University of Louisville, Ohio, Ohio State, Bowling Green. Yeah.
2: I wish you guys could see my face right now.
3: Yeah.
4: I thought
2: we were talking too, about
3: J.J. J.
4: Watt and one of the greatest universities in the United States been retired from Playboy's college party list for more than three decades. We're talking about the Wisconsin Badgers.
3: Yeah, that's because all the hot chicks moved to arizona
4: (laughs) honestly i do know i do know a bunch of girls that i went to high school or went to other high schools when i went to high school a lot of them went to arizona arizona state
3: yeah i was dead ass man i was cracking i was i was facted but i was i was cracking and facting simultaneously but jj Watt, yeah this one came out of left field gentlemen uh especially at that Dollar price for Arizona. I mean, I, I know how the Cardinals do. They're not bringing him in there just to play football. They're also bringing him, him in there to be an ambassador on the Larry Fitzgerald side of the game. That's why they paid him so much money because he represented the team very well. And you can trot him out to all the functions and stuff like that. I'm not surprised he went to a warm, weather weather city. Obviously, we're all shocked it was Arizona because we were all under the impression that JJ cared about winning. And there's a lot of talent there in Arizona I think I'm a little higher on Kyle, Kyler Murray Than you two gentlemen are I think he has an opportunity to be very special But Not With a fucking Jay Cutler West out there A.K.A. Cliff Kingsbury He just kind of looked like Jay Cutler to me I don't know anything about his politics or how he is personally He seems cool but He should have been last year because that should have been An 11 win team Especially when we saw how Seattle went out they should have easily been in that playoff spot and maybe even won that division. And I put it squarely solely all at the feet of cliff Kingsbury. So interesting move by Watt. Perhaps he knows something we don't. Uh, You also have to question how much he has left in the tank for a, a guaranteed 24 million. guess we'll stay tuned.
2: You know, so of course, any player of that ilk and of that age would love to play in a warm weather city. I have family in Phoenix. My entire, uh, my, Half of my entire family is from Phoenix, so I love the Valley. Love it. It's, it's my second home. Beautiful place to live. Great places to, to live. It's warm. I get all that. Uh, University of Phoenix Stadium is one of the best in the, in the country. All that's great. But this also is a football decision. And you're, you're right about the offense. I can't speak about the offense right now Cliff Kingsbury and what he's doing is another conversation but on that defense right now since 2012 the people who have the two the two people who have the most sacks in the NFL are both in the Cardinals Chandler Jones, J.J. Watt that's ridiculous and then you got Buda Baker and Patrick Peterson in the back they're building something that could be very formidable in a division that is quite frankly wide open I know the Rams are better but call me crazy if not we don't know what Seattle's going to do. We don't know what they're going to do, right? Um who's the other team the who's the other team in the it's the Rams. It's the oh, oh the 49ers. You got you got Jimmy Pornstar over there who we, who might not even be there next week, but you know he's no good and Matt Stafford the Rams are the class of the division, but Matt Stafford has never seen an interception. He didn't like, he didn't want to throw. So like they have a real chance that they really get some steam and Kingsbury Kingsbury can get his
4: offense together to really make some noise you guys you guys make a lot of good points but there's some things i completely disagree with you on first i'll start with that this seems like money to me jj watt was not getting anywhere near this amount of money being thrown his way from any other team and he said you know what that's not bad because he's literally going to a team that is no better than third in their division next year And in fact, I will tell you right now, the Arizona Cardinals probably will finish fourth in that division. San Francisco will be better. They will be healthy on defense. Seattle will still win games. Russell Wilson isn't going anywhere, people. And the Los Angeles Rams have a much better quarterback than they had. It doesn't make sense to me. And you talk about the defensive side. Yes, over the last nine years, those two guys have the most sacks. You want to know what else those two guys have in common? neither of them is in their prime anymore and btw patrick peterson is not going to be an arizona cardinal next year this decision doesn't make sense to me i'm not telling you this from a green bay packers perspective fan point i'm saying it from a perspective of there are much better situations than jj watt could have found himself in if he was winning was his main goal so my main point here is i think the amount of money that they're giving him and guaranteeing him is probably three times the amount of money that anybody else was going to guarantee him over the next two years.
3: Can can I tell y'all a dirty little secret about Patrick Peterson? Because I saw quite a few Arizona Cardinal games last year. It pains me to say, I'm not going to say he's washed. He's not washed. But you know how when you turn the washer on before you load the clothes in, and you let a little bit of water run, and you maybe puts your put your bleach and your your detergent in there before you throw everything in there, and it actually starts washing. What's it? Preload or pre rinse or pre wash? He's pre wash. He's pre rinse right now. You got them
2: fancy
4: ass washing machines. Mine's just
3: starting. <laughs> um, I'm just saying. I go
4: down to the, the, the vegan. Thing- I go down to the vegan spot, and then I take the grass and the rock and the water they give me, in and then I just get it all nice and. That's what that I I thought. That's what vegan was like, Latin for laundromat or something.
2: <laughs>
4: do you also port. dress
2: in? Do you also dress in uh in a small in a bow tie and suspenders with the top hat and a really long beard?
3: Stop following me, Ray. Oh my bad. It's Latin for laxative in my book. <laughs> hey, it will keep it will keep you clean. Get regular. Get your regular.
2: So you say Patrick Peterson will be there next year, and that may be the case, but if we're going to do that, then we need to have the very the very yeah. strong conversation yeah. about the fact that you think that Russell will be there next year, and I don't. And, Blatt, do you think Russell will be there next year?
3: No, actually, I don't. And, you know, we, we heard this, what, about a month ago? There was a little bit of chatter, or somebody asked Russell, and he kind of he gave, like, a nondescript answer, because, you know, Russell is one of the best ever at playing the game. In quotation marks If if you know what I'm talking about You know what I'm talking about I don't know Maybe is is he just tired of getting his ass beat And running for his life Every game, every season Since he broke up Is that what it is?
2: Yes And and keep it a buck Tom Brady has empowered these dudes Much like LeBron did in the NBA So these dudes now are finally saying I'm going to get my worth and with the with the rest, it's not money because he's making a lot of money. But it's that like he realizes I'm already small, not just short, but I'm not a big guy either. I can't keep running, and then the thing that was best about my game, my improvisation, I can't do that because I'm running for my life. So now I'm making bad plays on top of that. Let me go somewhere where I can be either a big a big city where I, it can be worth it for me. Not just um uh, not just from a team perspective, but monetarily or go to a team where I know I'm good. So that takes Seattle out the game. And San Francisco I, I would I, I feel you. San Francisco may have a better defense because they're younger and I love their offense. But I really the NFL is the most parody ridden league in in all the sports. So literally first can go to fourth and fourth can go to first in a heartbeat. And so you know, you already have you already have my boy DeAndre. DeAndre is like a Kawhi Leonard leader. He's not going to talk. He's just going to do stuff. Then you're going to have J.J. coming in, who we know is an actual verbal and emotional leader. Maybe he's the missing piece. We don't know how this is going to affect. You were the same guy, and I'm not trying to talk shit. I'm just being analytical here. You were the talk same shit. guy. You were the same guy that thought that the Buccaneers would go 8-8 because you didn't think Tom Brady would be a big a big uh, step, Tony. So, yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Yes, crystal, Christopher.
3: Oh, I thought you were talking about me because I said that's not true. I said they go 79. No, seven I no, don't no. <laughs> <No, we>, uh, <laughs> uh,
2: Tell the truth. <laughs> so, you, you don't know what these off-season adjustments and additions are going to do, especially not just on the field, but in the locker room.
3: I just don't know what he has left in the tank. And I don't if I'm him, I, why would I want to waste my twilight years dealing with Cliff Kingsbury? Now, the 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 Russell Wilson thing, I would say it's 50-50. He's back there next year, which a month ago, hell, two weeks ago, I would have thought it was, you know, 100%. So I say 50-50, but there's about a 35% chance of that. Whenever a <laughs> – <laughs> 100% of the time it works. You can come up with statistics
4: Every. to prove anything. 82% of people know that.
2: <laughs> hey, when But whenever a dude says Hey I don't want to go but if I do go Here's the four places Like if you start giving yeah. out places you want to go yeah. You're already gone
3: Yeah the problem is with the four places I mean who can offer them something I know the Jets got a high draft pick this year The Jets hit on the list It's The list
2: was the Raiders because of Vegas um, You got the Cowboys Because it's the Cowboys The Saints because it's the Saints And the team he should go to That makes perfect sense for both parties is the Bears. I heard Alex I Smith, Smith is going to the Jets
3: Bears. On that list. That's What'd weird. you say,
4: Tony? I heard Alex Smith is going to the Bears.
3: To do what? I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to jump in there because I, I like Alex Smith too much. I'm going to tell you something, though. Don't sleep if he ends up out there in Vegas. Don't sleep because Vegas ain't terrible. They got a lot well, of good pieces. Obviously, Derek is not it. I, I actually think they should have started Mariota because the team actually looked a lot better with Mariota in there. He kind of – and Gruden is a Mariota guy. He's always liked him. So I wouldn't sleep on, on Vegas if he goes out there. I
2: actually think Derek Carr is the guy. I think wow. he earned the job. Um, but also, you're talking about a West Coast team. Why don't, why don't you have Alex Smith go back home? Go back to San Francisco where you were drafted.
3: Oh, I was talking about Russell because I was saying if he goes oh, right. to Vegas, he can also get his wife a, a residency out there on the Celine Dion side of the game. So everybody I, making money. I, I think
4: he F- named Vegas as a, as a city. Yeah, San Francisco yeah, would much yeah. rather have Jimmy G than Alex Smith. Well, yeah, young,
3: yeah.
2: cheaper. I get it. No, you're right, but I'm just saying, Alex Smith could be a good backup.
4: No, I bet you he. It sounds like he's going to end up playing for the Bears.
2: That's
4: crazy, but okay. Matt, but Matt
2: Nagy and and Ryan Pace just trying to get fired, so you know, you know it is it is it's good. It is what it is. You would think, right? Well, everything they've done thus far has led to, for you to believe.
3: That's they, like, don't wanna, I mean, they don't want money. Clearly, they don't want millions of dollars. I, I haven't he seen a a, a self sabotage job like that since Daryl Morey said fuck China. Like, how the fuck did you think that was going to go? You clearly wanted to lose your job. You clearly didn't want to be there anymore. Because you're not dumb We know you're not a dumb guy I you know, I disagree with some of his philosophies on building a team I don't think he takes personality and chemistry Into effect, I think he looks at these guys Like they're chess pieces on the board And not actual human beings but you're, but you're not dumb Yeah, but you're not dumb So for the, to say that, you clearly didn't want to be there anymore I don't know why I guess, you know, Ray, you can lead some prudence to that But we're not even talking in NFL, NBA yet We're still on the NFL, my bad Y'all know I tangent a lot And I'm sober, so Yeah, we got too much stuff to do tonight
4: to have fun right now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, folks. That is what we're going to talk about today for the NFL. Well, one thing we can guarantee you is that in the next two years, J.J. Watt will be $23 million richer.
1: TheChairShot.com. Always use
3: your head. And exponentially Tanner. No, you know, because it's Arizona, the sun shines a lot.
4: Yeah. But you could wear, like, long sleeve shirts and put on sunblock.
3: Nobody's wearing long sleeve shirts in 115 degree Arizona heat, bro. I should have never stopped.
4: Come on, man. And with the local DBC news, hello,
3: Cojang, with a triumphant comeback. A but tonight, don't call it a comeback.
4: All right, gentlemen, the biggest UFC pay-per-view card that I can think of in a long, long while. We have not one, not two, but three championship belt matches. And I'm looking forward to all three of them. We could start with the bantamweight fight. Petr Jan is taking on Aljamain Sterling. And Aljamain has looked pretty, pretty good to me. So good, in fact, that, Ray, I'm picking the upset of Aljamain Sterling going over peter yan here we can start with that matchup for you i
2: i'm not the most versed in watching sterling i think i've seen maybe one of his fights and of course he had to have looked good to have gotten to this point to get a title fight but i'm not sold on peter yan i know he's a i know he's a fantastic fighter but that division is just so up and down and dangerous that i'm i might be with you i could see the upset um, these other two fights I'm going to be able to actually break down stylistically. But this fight, I don't know enough about it. But, yeah, I, I just know that Yan doesn't feel like a solid long-term champion to me.
3: So, I, yeah, he's right for upset. Platt, any thoughts here? No, I'm not qualified to have an opinion on this. <laughs> I, You know, I've, I'm familiar with Jan. I've seen him. I've been impressed by him. But, yeah. And let that be a lesson to some of y'all. You don't always have to say shit if you ain't got shit to say.
4: Well, I mean, he did have the big submission against Corey Sandhagen recently, so it leads me to believe that if he can get in there on Peter Jan and, you know, make his magic happen, he he definitely has the reach advantage by four inches. So it's just a title fight that I'm looking forward to, Aljamain Sterling's guy that's been on my radar. Uh, we can move on and definitely talk about Megan Anderson taking on Amanda Nunez. I mean, we all said that if you actually compared the men and the women together, Nunez is probably the best in the business and possibly the GOAT. I, so
2: Nunez is unparalleled standing up against her. You will get dropped. There is no, you have no chance. Holly Holm got dropped. Holly Holm is a professional boxer. You will get dropped. You will get beat. The, the only way to even question her is trying to get her on the ground. But then, she's a black belt in jiu-jitsu. So it's like, you have no shot. She is the best fighter walking God's green earth right now. And I would put that in any sport. Like, I think she's the best fighter in the world, whether that's two, four, four ropes, a six-sided ring, a four-sided ring, or an eight-sided ring. She is that good. And make, me and Anderson would be happy to get through two rounds. And I and I mean that because Megan Anderson's a really good fighter. I give her two rounds. Like I don't. She's going to she's going to pull the Habib eventually and just retire because nobody can touch her. That's how good Amanda Nunes is.
3: Well, I mean Gina Carano been out here shitting the bed, so maybe that's an opening for Amanda Nunes. She can get in get some of that Disney money. Maybe get in the next Expendables. Because She's a certifiable badass. I mean she is. She's a certifiable badass, and we've been looking for that. Female action star for a while now, right? They tried it with Charlize Theron, didn't really hit. They tried it with Angelina Jolie with the Salt thing. I'm pretty sure that was supposed to be set up to be a franchise. That didn't really hit. We tried it with Gina, yeah. We tried it with uh, Rhonda. I think she was in a couple of movies. Why not give Amanda a try? For, for the record, Jolie Salt
2: was a fantastic movie. But Jolie yeah. is, I love it. But Jolie is so good as a dramatic actress that she couldn't flip that, right? Um. The problem with Noon's doing that, and I know we're going on tangent, is English isn't the first language, and that's going to be a hindrance for her, I think, if she used to actually try to go to to um, Hollywood and like make a career out of that. I ain't mad at it, because God knows the only struggle she'll have in her life is trying to learn lines, because she ain't got no
3: struggle in the damn octagon, that's for sure. Shit, Arnold Schwarzenegger didn't say shit in the initial Conan the Barbarian, did he? I think he yelled when he cut James Earl Jones' head off at the very end. But I, I, that's about it. I don't remember him having any lines in that melon farmer. <laughs> that was also like 1987.
4: So <laughs> uh, he did. He had, he had a line. He had, he had a line or two. Um, yeah.
3: We say it to say. Crush thing. your enemies.
0: <laughs> see them driven before you. And they hear a lamentation of their women. No years could do that. Crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and hear the lamentation of the women.
3: There you go. All jokes aside, though, yes, she's going to steamroll this young lady, and it's not that the young lady's not accomplished and very talented. She's just on another level right now. It's apples and orangutans.
4: Alright, gentlemen, the most intriguing thing I think everybody is looking forward to is Israel Adesanya is looking to become a two-belt champion, joining the likes of Cejudo... Cormier, uh, Amanda Nunes we already talked about, but he's taking on the light heavyweight champion in Lon Blahovic. I it's it's interesting because Bl- Blahovic is a bigger guy. I mean, you're going to clearly see the size difference, but at the same time, Adesanya is going to have that reach advantage and I think he's the more skilled fighter. Ooh,
2: you think Blahovic is the more is more skilled fighter than Stylebender? No, I said Adesanya Oh yeah, yeah. Well, Adesanya is probably the most skilled fighter in, in 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 MMA right now, on the men's side at least, in terms of ability to do the most. I mean, he's 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 a badass on the on he's a badass on the ground. He's a badass standing up. He's a beast in Muay Thai in the clinch. Like he's really good at everything it takes. I don't know what his take takedown. I can't think off the top of my head what his takeover defense looks like. Uh, takedown defense. I'm sorry, but I know if he's on his back, he's still dangerous. So it doesn't really matter <laughs> if he gets taken down, right? Um, is a again, a, he's a black belt in jiu jitsu. So, if fights like this make me wonder, the size difference is a big of course, it's going to be the big thing. But will this be primarily on the ground or standing up? Because I think I would give, I would give the you know, I would kind of push it towards Black Blackovich or Blockowicz, whatever his name is, Jan's way, Blahovic. Thank you, sir. Uh, if it stays on the ground, because not only is he a black belt in jujitsu, but he is a bigger guy, and that's going to wear on you eventually when you're not used to fighting guys 20 pounds
4: bigger. Did you watch uh, this past weekend? Did you watch Cyril Gane defeat Jerzy strike? I missed it, but apparently I didn't have to watch much because it was over with like a minute into the second round. <laughs> well, it was a unanimous decision. I mean. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. No, it was unanimous decision, and, and Rosenstruck just couldn't get in on him. When you actually saw those two guys together, Cyril Ghosn was a bigger, quicker guy and just kept him at distance. You know, Jerzinho can rock anybody in a second. He has that kind of power, right, and especially that division. Right. I think right. that's the kind of fight you're going to see. It might not be the funnest fight to watch if Adesanya realizes the power that Blachovic actually has and stays away from him because I think he could easily pull off a Floyd Mayweather to win this belt in last five yeah. rounds.
1: That's not what that's, we that's want to see. Point.
4: That might not be his ideal uh, strategy coming in but, you know, I just think about that watching this last fight and Cyril Ghan is for real on a, on a separate tangent there. Sorry. And that's a great
2: point. I'm, I'm going to give it to you, but I'm sorry. That's a great point because he is the faster guy. So he absolutely could um, he absolutely could duck and dodge and just get points um, after going control and whatnot but I'm curious to see because the one thing I, again I can't remember is does he have a chin I don't remember seeing Adesanya get rocked very often so I'd be curious to see if he takes some of these blows from this bigger dude
4: how will that make him feel how we respond when you're 20 and all you generally don't remember the guy getting hit that much Platt, what do you what do you think in here big title fight headlining this three title pay-per-view adesanya trying to make once again ufc history by becoming the i think the fifth or sixth two belt holder
3: i'm gonna go out on the limb as a does it well and that's the thing too, Dana White's that's gotta be expert analysis.
4: Dana White's gotta be praying that he does. I mean, this is this is intriguing. This brings back John Jones, right, Ray?
2: This one hundred percent one hundred percent brings back John Jones because if the only reason John Jones comes back to Light Heavy is to fight Stylebender. Because everything John Jones has done everything that's possible in that division, and but Stylebender is the one person who's been calling him out for like two years now. So that's a, that's a super fight, number one. Number two, this reminds me so much of Roy Jones Jr. versus Frank Ruiz. And and I, uh, Black Blachowicz, whatever his name is, is much better than Ruiz was. But it just felt like it, this was almost set up to be a coronation for this for this smaller cat to come up and step up. And Adesanya is unstoppable right now to the point where he is. He is Anderson Silva cocky in the cage can they can get chris weidman i don't know if anybody can do it i think it'll be Blackowitch. but i think adesanya gets the win he is the more versatile fighter he is faster now he's a, he's a better he's better at defense and i think he can go the five rounds
3: and get the points and i mean look at it ufc and i've said this for years they do professional wrestling better than professional wrestling So it's set up perfectly. Adesanya wins. He's in there talking to shit. I'm the greatest of all time. And then all of a sudden, good God, there goes John Jones music. Now, the one thing that Adesanya does have going against him is the fact that the world's been on lockdown for almost a year now, which means the borders haven't necessarily been open, which means people haven't been traveling in and out, which means that it's probably been exponentially harder to get some cocaine. So John Bones Jones might actually. <laughs> so <laughs> great for John and his mental health and everything he has going on. Not so great for the other fighters in the UFC because this Mel apartment hasn't had shit to do, but train and get his mind right. One last fight
4: I want to mention and a guy to look out for who has been uh, a partner, training partner with Nurmagomedov, Madoff and is being backed by Nurmagomedov Madoff is Islam Makachev. Taking on Drew Dober and Makachev could be the next Madoff in his dominance. The guy is really something to watch. So that I believe is your second card, your second fight on the main card. So just one last thing that I want you guys to look out for if you're watching that pay per view. Go ahead, Ray. Last thought here: UFC 259, three belts at once, baby.
2: All you got, all you up, all you comedians wanting to come in the game. That's how you set up a punchline. That shit hit me off like completely out of nowhere. Um, that's the beauty of what UFC has been able to do right now, and having so many damn divisions is you can have a fight, a, a card like this where you have three title matches on the card, and it 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 not hurt you going forward because every pay per view can be higher, can be um headlined by a championship fight, and you can still have one of these super cards. I'm super excited. I can't wait. All three fights should be entertaining. They might not all be good. They might not all be long. But they'll definitely be entertaining. And uh, I think we see two new champions at the end of the night.
3: I just want to say I really like watching Jan fight. He didn't come on my radar until this whole quarantine thing. But I I think he's exciting. Every time I've seen him out there, I've been impressed. And entertained. Sports entertained, if you will.
4: Well, Dana White is definitely making it easy for you to think that you're going to get your money's worth. Three titles on the line. Adesanya trying to become a double champ folks we got a little bit of NBA talk for you and that'll happen right after this
1: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
3: Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis. With attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head
4: Ah, uh, the all-star game that no one wants to play in no one wants to go to no one's really sure why they're having it <laughs> gentlemen and and on the and on the verge of the all-star game atlanta fire is their coach as well <laughs> uh before we get to the all-star game and our thoughts on what we've seen so far for who's going to be involved in some of the activities over the weekend such as three-point dunk skills (laughs) challenge etc what what are you guys? not those plat not those activities (laughs) Mm -hmm. Platt. okay Um, okay okay yeah we're no magic mountain activities we can talk about um what what do you guys do you think they should be even having this at all
3: of course not, but we know why they're having it—the same reason that they're playing the sports. Period.
2: Must you know the money. Look, you can talk me into the All-Star game. You really can because I can see, as much as I don't think they should have it, I can see the benefit of it. If I really turn off my my brain, I'm serious, and turn off you know everything about me that questions logic, I can see that. But. The issue with these skills, the skills competition and the three-point contest and the dunk contest is, you are having now to bring other people who are not involved in this weekend and make them involved. And but but you but you don't want you don't want everybody coming in to the to the islander for the weekend. You not there's you already said there's no sanctioned parties. There's no reason for anybody who is not an all-star to be here. But yet now you want to bring in three or four extra people for the dunk contest at halftime. You want to bring in, I'm sure it's going to be six or eight people for the for the skills competition before the game. And so the same amount of people for the three-point contest before the game. Like, that just seems so superfluous to me and just so extra. So, like, I get it. you got to get the All-Star game in, cool, whatever. It is what it is. And it collectively bargained all that. This other stuff doesn't make any sense to me.
3: None of this makes any sense. I mean, obviously, like I said, you follow the money. But if there isn't a work stoppage in the NBA after this weekend, coronavirus really is a hoax. And I say that as a melon farmer that battled it and beat it. If, if there's no sort of stoppage, I just don't see how you can pull this off and you're not going to lose some games somewhere down the line. Like, this just seems like a recipe for a disaster. You're coming to a city that... The governor, Governor Kim, said uh, "corona, sh- corona, or pandemic, sh- pandemic." You know, we Georgia was back open fifteen minutes after the entire country shut down. So everybody's running around here like there is no corona. You've got these athletes who have nobody said no to them since they were thirteen years old and became the uh, the primary meal tickets for their families and or their entire lives revolved around them. So you got that. I, I talked last week about the entertainment that's going to be flying in. No need to no, no need to go back down that road. If you were there, you were there. If you know, you know. I just don't see how this doesn't end up very badly. And I know the NBA has – hell, the NBA has handled this whole pandemic better than the entire government of this country. So I have faith in them. Maybe they know something we don't. I'll just say that it's in Atlanta because – turner is the one who has the rights to the
4: all-star game and that's where turner is of course so it makes sense obviously on a production side there's less people traveling if it's in atlanta overall considering there's more people on production than the guys that are flying in now granted you could say that these people flying in are much more expensive and worth a lot more to the nba but that's what's going on they sure hope
3: yeah oh the nba my bad i was about to say yeah they sure hope they're uh, much more expensive and worth more but we're talking basketball
2: and it's interesting to note, you know, the Raptors had to miss the game this, this past week because they didn't have enough healthy players. So this still is something that's affecting them as of right
4: now. Oh well, yeah, I mean, there's been multiple teams that have been out. San Antonio, Memphis, they've all had a few. There, a couple other teams have had stoppages here. I believe that another game got postponed today. Um, but, yeah, we're going to find out. The proof is in the pudding because a week from Thursday is when they're supposed to reconvene from the All-Star break. So we'll see... How many breaking news on the bottom line of ESPN says this many teams have stopped play for another week?
3: And real quick, so they're slated right now to play, what is it, 75 games this year, is that correct? 72? Okay, so the NBA, excuse me, they know what they're doing. So they probably, before all this started, they probably said, you know what, if we can hit about 60, 65, we'll rock with that. So they probably padded the stats a little bit and threw a couple of extra games in there just for that very reason.
4: Players are going to want to get the games in, well, though, you know? because they that's so when they're going to get paid. <laughs> they don't finish those games, they ain't getting those checks.
3: Oh, that was a behind-doors meeting. That wasn't one they had with the players. That was the, the owner's meeting. That ain't got nothing to do with the players. That was behind closed doors, turn off all your cell phones, give them the jeebs at the door. Like, we don't want none of this leaking, but we need to have a conversant a conversion.
2: <laughs> I, I, and I'll give you proof of that because the NBA came out and said, as point blank, blank as possible, we will not have an all-star game this year. And in the middle of the season, they're like, yeah, we probably should have an all-star game. Like you're literally going back on what was agreed upon at the beginning of the season between the, M- the MB, the NBA PA and the NBA. So like, I have no doubt that, yeah, they, they were like, yeah, you know, if we can get to about 60 games, we're good. Yeah. I have no and- doubt
3: and dirty little secret the owners know they have all the leverage in the world because at the end of the day if they shut this shit down and the players don't get paid that's gonna be a problem because most of these guys are living paycheck to paycheck as crazy as it is to believe or as crazy as it sounds i'm dead ass that's the truth
4: well let's talk about some of the events that are happening in on a basketball court chris on a basketball court this weekend um Ray, you brought I up the fact too. that there's a few guys already committed to the dunk contest. Their names are surrounded with that. An- Anthony Simmons, um, Obi Toppin, and... Uh,
2: Castro Stanley. There you go. Castro Cash- Stanley.
4: There you go. What, what are we looking at here? What What are you expecting from this dunk contest?
2: The coronation of the best dunker of the next few years. Obi Toppin... It, if you watched Obi Toppin at Dayton, yeah. shout out to Cladden, Ohio guys. Um... Obi-Toppin got game. I'm not saying he doesn't, but he was primarily known because he would dunk on Jesus if he was—he
4: would dunk on Cthulhu. like he dunk on Godzilla. Dude, I don't right. know, man. Do you ever see? Do you ever read the Onion story when Jesus Christ went off for 50 points? I'm not shocked
2: because if, if Prince can hoop, I, I don't doubt Jesus can. He I'm was not like Jesus
4: a, too he, little, man. No, Jesus was – little. He was just a journeyman. out in the post. He was a journeyman small forward, but one night Kevin Willis used the Lord's name in vain and he went off for 50. Yeah, no, get exactly. Small, yes. Man. All you got to do is get them yeah, on that's the That's right, Ray. Ray, you said that exactly right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's an... right.
2: I just, I'm looking for. Kim, shout out. I know we're talking all this and so we're going to speak more about this, but shout out to the fact that the Knicks are relevant for the first time since. Yeah, bring it on. Yeah. Since Since 2004,
4: 2005. I think they won 50 games that year, they lost in the semis. Eastern Conference Semis, second round. I think they lost to to the Boston to the Celtics. Okay, there you
1: go. Nah,
3: I'd at least give them what about what, two thousand eight, two thousand nine, when D'Antoni and Melo were there.
4: Melo was there in two thousand four, two thousand five. No, he wasn't. I'm tripping. This is the latest yeah, in he's the season. Still in this is the latest think... they've been in. The, this is the latest they've been over five hundred in a
3: season since two thousand
4: four, two thousand
3: five. And that's all that matters, man. The league is a lot more fun when the Knicks are relevant. I mean, the basketball mecca, Madison Square Garden. We can't get there and watch the games, but well, they're I, happening and they count. You, you know, and they, they, they're actually meaningful, so that means something. Do you think and LeBron you
4: got, feels like maybe they should have kept Julius Randle and got rid of Kuzma?
3: No. No. That wasn't going to happen, and we've talked about why that wasn't going to happen. But I'm not going to go back there.
2: I but I but and, and then I don't think they regret it because – Kuzma. I mean, because Randall was always going to be more expensive than Kuzma, and because they, they had a plan of what they were trying to do anyway with with their with their with their front court. But nonetheless, they got a ring out of it, so they don't care. Um, but although, shout out to Julius Randall for letting people and just like uh, D'Angelo did last year, let these boys know. Not last year, year before last. Let these boys know that you are that you have something to to, to offer the league. And so this this we're talking about Obi Toppin, who's probably going to be the should be the star of the, the dunk contest. Julius Randle might be one of the stars of the of the All Star game because nobody is gonna want to play. So these these fringe guys are gonna be the ones out here really giving it their all. These fringe
3: guys and Dame Lillard because Dame Lillard doesn't know how to turn that shit off. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. So you don't you can see uh, maybe two time champion Zach Levine maybe sliding into the uh, the dunk contest just because he's there. Nope. No. He's an All Star now.
2: He get paid much more. He gets paid too much money to be out there dunking with people no like that's and that's the one thing about the dunk contest is historically once you get to a certain level, you don't do it no more because it doesn't behoove you to that's why LeBron never did it because he started at that level you know what I mean everybody else ascended to that level eventually and when they did look at all the great look at all the great players that were dunkers Vince did it once Kobe did it once Jordan did it a few times in a different era, but like Of recent guys, they only do it one time. Because it doesn't behoove them to keep doing it because of it does so much to your knees and to your body and it's something else to focus on on the weekend that you're there, this is their only break. So you wanna have to focus on all this when it's your only break?
3: When you're trying to win championships? Doesn't make any sense. That's fair, that's fair. Now we we do have to say though that's a rarely a fairly new development and by a new development i mean the last 20 years of basketball where the okay. top guys aren't necessarily in the dunk contest and you got a lot of these young up-and-comers trying to do something to make a name for themselves hell that's how zach levine got on my radar i didn't know who that melon farmer was before that. that's real that's real yeah
4: i don't know i wouldn't say 20 years because we within the last i think 10 or so we've had dwight howard and blake griffin and guys like that
2: yeah, but they're eh, big. Okay, they're but they're big. And and look, the white maybe, uh, but nobody ever questioned thought that Blake Griffin was one of the best players in the league. He was always a really good player, but like I'm talking about guys that can legit win MVP or or consistent All Stars all the
4: time. I'm just adding I'm to not... your. I'm adding to your point that that's that's even the best it has been in the last 15 years. <laughs> good. Yes, good shout. Yes, sir. You are you are correct, Mr. Tunney. Big difference from Dominique Wilkins, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, facts. Dr. J. Yeah, La- Dr. Cleveland's own
4: Larry Nance. Dr. J should have been on the Milwaukee Bucks
2: anyway. <laughs> one of these things is not like the other. <laughs> I know you ain't talking shit. He started in Phoenix. <laughs> You're right, and he's in the ring. Of, he's in in the Ring of Honor here, and I will never say he's one of the best players ever. <laughs>
3: Shout out to Larry Dance, man. He's the reason why his his son has work in Cleveland. Funny story, man, before we move on, because I know Tunny got somewhere to go with us. But um, it's weird. I remember when Larry Nance Jr. first got in the league, and they said, I looked at him, and I said, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. That white dude is Larry Nance Jr.? Super athletic young young man, though. He's super athletic. He's a good energy guy. He's a guy that you want on the team, but he ain't his dad.
2: That's the same thing I said when they said, uh, "Hey, we got this guy who's Michael Thompson's son, Clay." Who? <laughs> Wait, what? Michael? You mean the guy who was number one pick to the Lakers, Michael Thompson, the Caribbean dude? Yeah. Hey, you talking about old Tom Holland over there? Word? <laughs> that's 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 Mike, That's Michael Thompson's son. It's like <laughs> or, or Gary Payton Junior. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm and we're not I'm not being, Look, much power, more power to him. All love these just jokes, but it is it is very stark when you've lived your whole life watching a dude, and you see their son, who oftentimes is a junior or something of the sort, and they look drastically different. It just really catches you off guard.
4: Yeah, I don't really have anywhere else to go. I just thought we'd talk about the All-Star game a little <laughs> bit, honestly. Uh, hopefully, like the opposite happens for the three-point contest. I know we brought this up beforehand. It's probably this last year. Um, is that Opposite of the dunk contest, the three point. Yeah, you, you're gonna put up an extra shot or two that night, but not a big deal. Do we see some of the big guns in the All Star game, a la Steph Curry, you know, of that ilk,
3: lining up for the three point contest? We do every year, don't we? I mean, dunks. You know, dunks are like home runs; they're always going to be crowd pleasers. But at the same point in time, as the league has gone more perimeter oriented. I, and we talked about this in the pre-production meeting the the 3 point contest seems like it seems like it's become the premier event during All-Star weekend because you do get some of the bigger names that come out there and participate
2: you and 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 in this generation this generation is way different than the last generation the last generation wanted to be like Mike this generation shoots like Steph right it's just everything changes so the better stars in this league are shooters right they're they're guys that take shots um, but I think the reason why it's an actual conversation, that, because you're right, every year the better players do, is because it's not on Saturday night. You got a night to rest, ice up, and come back the next day. It's directly before the game, which is why these coaches really gotta, they really gotta play their game right, because you're gonna have guys, if if guys like Steph or you mentioned Luca earlier, James Harden, Dane Lillard, if these guys really hop into this three-point contest because they love it, right? And that's a lot of extra shots on you, and it's. practice but it's a lot of extra shots on you it's right before the game and I'm talking like not even a full hour like right before the game do you want to do that well and if you do that how would what's your minutes going to look like in the all-star game it's so I'm really curious to see how they play this knowing that these guys got to play right before this all-star game which you've made a big deal out of because you just didn't want to let it go so that's what I'm interested to see Um, which makes me wonder one, why they didn't either add more All-Stars or pick more first-time guys. Or two,
3: why they even had the shit in the first place. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is that true? So is it all of the skills competition or just the three-point contest that's going to be taking place roughly an hour before they play the actual All-Star game on Sunday? Skills and
2: three-point contest are before the game. Uh, Done contest is at halftime.
3: Oh, well then, shit, scratch everything I just said literally like just pretend I didn't say anything it's it's a it's, it's a really
2: crazy idea and thought process you said it yourself the NBA has pulled off everything they said they've wanted to over the past 18 months I just think it's extra and it does nothing good for your players and it's not worth the couple of more millions of views you'll get on YouTube or on TV but it is what it is I just hope these boys stay safe in many ways wink wink and, uh, you know, and hopefully, like you said earlier, Tony, hopefully we don't get the breaking news next week that, uh, you know, such and such is out. Or or such and such is missing games uh, because, like, Steph Curry missed three games because of Coach's decision. Wink, wink. Like, I hope we don't get one of those.
3: So. Yeah, I suck at that. And hopefully we get a pretty good game because if they're doing the exact same format that they did last year, that fourth quarter of the All Star Game last year, that was like Game Seven level intensity of in not, Game Seven in NBA Finals level intensity. They're, so they're not doing that.
2: I don't think they're doing that. And that was that was a special thing for Kobe because Kobe's competitiveness, especially in the All Star Game, is unparalleled. Um, so that's what to kind of put a bow on all this. You're going to see a lot of Julius Randall, a lot of Zion Williams, Williamson, a lot of Demontis Dem- 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 De- Sabonis. You're going to see a lot of these guys who were picked by the coaches and who aren't the, the, the biggest of the big stars own Devin Booker's because they're the guys that, one, want to play, and two, can handle this extra load without it affecting the overall top to bottom of the it. So it's, it still will be a fun game, but just don't expect to see 30 minutes of LeBron and Steph and KD and Jason Tatum and what.
3: I'm just going to pray everything works itself out Because this just, the more and more I learn about it and hear about it It sounds like such the shows Of shit on the Matt Hardy Side of the game, my goodness gracious Be safe gentlemen, every way around Ladies too Maybe we'll have a good game At least we got a game, I guess I don't know uh, Ray, why don't you let the good folks know where they can Find you sir, because god damn Yeah, this doesn't make no sense
2: you no. can find me at K you can find me at Don't Make No Damn Since Twenty One. AKA It's Ray Cash. RU e. wise and Mysterio. C A S H as in Dollars. Food for Thought for you, ladies and gentlemen, and those in between. If the league really wants to continue to grow its uh, relationship with the WNBA, should have you should have used this weekend to showcase them. That would have been a move. But uh yeah, I'm on the chair shop four days a week. The other days they're trying to get me on. I'll let you boy.
3: Not a bad idea because they ain't doing shit. I'm pretty sure, you know, I don't know if all those European leagues are back up and running because, you know, typically they'll split their time between here and overseas, the WNBA players. But, yeah, that would work. But, anywho, Tony, where can they find you, sir? Uh, You can find me at PC Tony all over ChairShot
4: Radio Network. Please continue to listen, and we thank you for your listenership.
3: Yeah, you basically just log on to thechairshot.com, close your eyes, and point to something, and you're pretty much guaranteed to see one of these two gentlemen that just spoke. That's kind of how this works right now.
4: And last thing, RIP Irv Cross, one of the true trailblazers um, just for representation for civil rights and everything else, getting drafted out of Northwestern by the Eagles, and then going on to be the first full-time National TV broadcast analyst as an African American man.
3: Well said, well said. R.I.P. Rest,
4: rest in power.
3: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And shout out to Canelo Alvarez. I don't know if you gentlemen knew this, but he had a fight this weekend and he won. So good for him. <laughs> I, you know, want to know why I knew?
2: Because uh, you know Charlotte is now Hispanic, and I saw Charlotte and Andrade at the gate at the fight. So shout out to them.
3: See. Oh boy, I'm sure Daddy Rick loves that, doesn't it?
2: But man, you guys can find me on Twitter. Go ahead, Ray. <laughs> Ashley, I was gonna say Ashley Orapesa. Shout out to that. That's that's going that be her real name now she marries Andrade. Sorry, two inside baseball. My bad. Carry on.
3: No worries, no worries, nature boy. Just had another coronary. You guys can find me on Twitter at the Real C Platt. Uh, more importantly than that, again, I say it show in and show out day in and day out. If you appreciate the content we all provide here at the chair shot, make sure you all go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and pick up an official chair shot t shirt. We've got something for everybody, we got something you'll like, we got something you won't even mind rocking out in public. And when you see it, you're going to get compliments and you're going to get over. You know how I know that? Because I wear my chair shot t shirts outside, and guess what happens? I get compliments and I end up getting myself over. So go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot, please. And thank you, thank you, and please tune in every single day. We've got a brand new chair shot show for you on Chair Shot Radio. Tony and I, we're cooking up something really special for WrestleMania season. So that's going to be coming down the pipe sooner rather than later. So make sure y'all tune in and keep an ear to the streets for that one. Everything that's going on, just come holler at your boys and your ladies, all right? For the Commissioner, P.C. Tunney, for the illustrious Ray Cash, I'm Christopher Platt. Thank you all for tuning in to the latest edition of Three Man Weave. We'll see you guys back here next week. Same Platt time, same Platt channel. Until then, shalom. The
4: champ
3: is here. All right, this is my I shit right this, this shit is this crazy. Crazy. The is evil here. genius. The
0: TheChairShot.com you
2: already know The The Always use your
0: head.